broadcast system. This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. This is our time to take the following steps. If exposed, remove the We have Colonel Sanders here. <laughs> How's it going? Pretty good. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. Man, I am I appreciate you coming on the show. We're we're not doing uh we're not doing live. I just figured I'd record it and then I could publish it later. See how it mm-hmm. see how it goes. But uh, very honored to have our very first live guest be Colonel Sanders. Even though it's uh, it's not Harlan Sanders, but You'll well, do. Obviously. <laughs> He's a little under the weather. You, yes, yeah. You got a little ways to go before you dye your mustache white, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, stuff is starting to turn white already. So, oh, no. Uh, I don't know what that means. I'm only 25. It's the Colonel curse. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate you coming on the show on such late notice, too, but uh, we're super excited to have you. Um, now, we just, last week, we just did a. Uh, episode on your and now is it your great great grand great great uncle three great uncle three great uncles okay so and you're carrying now is your dad carrying on the sanders uh, name too is that how that works and then you now you've got it too what do you mean by that like does he have my last name as well well i mean like does he uh does he do the bolo tie in the white suit oh, or no. no that's just that's you my father is a truck driver in kentucky oh really <laughs> But you're an actual colonel. Yes. So Me you're... and my grandfather are both colonels. Oh, really? Now, uh, you, um, when did you get your colonelship? Is that how? Is that what you say? Call it colonelship? Well, commission colonelship, different words for it. I got it in 2015. And what was the uh, what was the reason for that? If you don't mind me asking. My, my work at the food pantry in Bradenton, Florida. Oh, really? We were feeding over 1,500 families twice a month, and it was nine years to the day when I was commissioned. Oh, really? Well, congratulations on that. So you can lead your own militia anytime you want, then. It's not that kind of current. <laughs> no, okay. but... <laughs> uh, no I, was fa- I was absolutely fascinated uh, learning about your your great-great-great-uncle. Like, that guy went through some really heavy stuff at the beginning of his life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I mean, like he went through a lot of struggles, especially with, uh, losing his son at 20. And then not only that, but he was also like, he always seemed to look out for people less fortunate, which. Yeah. That was because of his roots. He grew up from nothing and he remembered that that's where he came from. So he always wanted to give back. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, that's, I love stories like that because there's a lot of people who get uh, wealthy and forget about where they came from. And uh, that never happened with your great great. Can I just say great uncle? You can call him Grunkle. <laughs> Grunkle. Okay. Right. So now you, uh, uh, so you, um, uh, you're an actual colonel. You uh, now I know I got some things in the story wrong, so I just want to set those right. Like I accidentally said, and I don't, I don't know why I accidentally said it, but I said he was dishonorably discharged. That's not the case. He was honorably discharged. I heard honorably. Yeah, I think I, I think I just slurred and said "dis" in front of it. But he was honor. Uh, just to clear it, he was honorably discharged, even though he was way too young to be serving in the army, mm-hmm. which I loved. 
Well, if it means anything, I've gotten information wrong, too. I don't know everything about him. I know bits and pieces that people don't know. But through this whole journey of me doing all these little videos online of giving people history lessons, I've been learning things myself that I didn't know. What uh, what stands out to you most about your grunkle? You know, that's a that's a difficult question to answer. <laughs> Especially before dinner. <laughs> I guess it's not really what stands out. It's my question to him. Why did he only sell it for $2 million and give away all of his rights to his name and image? Yeah, that even we, I don't know if you listened to the show or not, but we were sort of surprised by the $2 million mark. But, you know, I mean... I listened. I, I can't remember everything first time listening. <laughs> no, but. I know. It was a long show. I don't, I don't blame you. you I had doesn't. a long day, so I, <laughs> I had time to listen. Uh, well, we appreciate that. So give us a shout-out if you ever want to. <laughs> uh, uh, well, if you send me this after we're done, I'll put it all over my page and get, get some traffic. Oh, I pro- we appreciate that. I mean, we're just honored to have uh, the... the Was it Gre- Grefio? of Colonel Sanders on the show. We I didn't know if it was going to happen. I thought like this guy probably is like, "Ah, I can't get these guys out of my inbox," but we appreciate I it. I have so many people asking me to do podcasts right now. It's it's overwhelming. Now you you uh you went viral uh not too long ago. This is like the first interview after you went viral. Where uh what what happened? Explain it to the listeners what happened. So this guy before there's like hundreds of people commenting that they have the secret recipe or that my uncle had bestowed it upon them to personally protect it in their family, which is, that's all bull crap. And this one guy was insisting on it. He said, my grandfather worked with him. He was the executive president of KFC in the 1950s. Okay. That's believable. And he gave him the recipe. That's not believable, but he kept messaging me this and kept going on. And I went, you know what? You're right. It's about time the recipe be revealed. So I'm going to reveal it. And tell everybody it, and this whole thing could be over. So I pulled up my cousin-in-law, Joe Lettington's fake recipe that he leaked four years ago to the Chicago Tribune. Oh, I remember hearing about that, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's obvious that it was a fake recipe. I've been saying it for a long time, and oregano spelled wrong. (laughs) It's on the freaking napkin in blue ink, which he never wrote in. So... I put that up there. I said, this is the recipe. That got 200,000 views. Oh, wow. Wow. That's that's a lot of views. Okay, whatever. This is a joke, and I usually rickroll people during it, but I wanted to see how long it would go. I appreciate that as a ginger. (laughs) So then uh, me and my friends were talking about how long we should let this just sizzle, and they said, you should run with this and just – just take advantage of it. So I did. So I have these cards that used to be public knowledge to people okay. that have the biscuit recipe, a bunch of different pie recipes that my uncle used back in the fifties. And you used to be able to buy these from KFC. Oh, okay. Like the only secret was the chicken. So I made up a fake lawsuit about KFC that they were suing me because I revealed the secret 11 herbs and spices like it. I was having fun with it. First of all, I love how to this day the Sanders family is a trolling KFC. That just it makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, I I gave them a chance for me to work with them and not troll them, but they denied that chance. So this is foolish. That's foolish on their part. They don't care. They're a big corporation. Yeah, they make I a guess. Lot of money. Yeah. Anyway, so I had the biscuit recipe in front of me, and I 
I just figured, well, why not just say I'm going to reveal the biscuit and go out with a bang? That's the one that went viral with 4 million views. Oh, oh you went to 4 million views? <laughs> the biscuits, not the secret recipe, the biscuits. Just the, the biscuits. Public, <laughs> the real biscuit recipe that's public information is what went viral. Now, how much... Uh, that, how, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. That's what happened. That's what Hey, that's... It, it was a joke that I turned into a marketing campaign to prove to KFC I can get views and hold people, uh, their attention. And I'm proving to Lee's uh, Famous Recipe Chicken that I can advertise for them as well. Because it brought both of their hashtags up a few million views. Oh, really? Wow. Now, Lee's is the better chicken product, right? Yep. As, and now, that's more closely related to what your Grunkle's recipe was? Is is that how yeah. I understand it? No, it's a different recipe altogether. Different recipe altogether. My cousin Lee made it. He worked with the Colonel at KFC before oh, okay. he sold it. And when he sold it, when Uncle Harley sold KFC, Lee branched off and he was going to make his own chicken chain. But KFC, I don't know if it's suing him or they like made some kind of legal agreement for him leaving that for a certain amount of time, a year, two years, three years, whatever, that he could not make a chicken chain of his own by himself. Really? So in 1966, he went with a friend named Harold Omer to Ohio and they opened Harold's takeout and then he introduced his recipe chicken there and it turned into Lee's famous recipe chicken. I was just so impressed by how much uh, your grunkle hustled. Like even in his sixties, how he was driving to all these different restaurants and mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much created the first mega billboard by painting, painting uh, on the side of Barnes on how to, you know, where to go to, uh, I think that was just for his gas station at the time, but still like he was just, he was all in with whatever he was doing and it, it paid off for him in the end. But I, I just, I love that aspect about your grunkle is how hard he worked. And it it wasn't until he was like 60, 65, I think until it really came to fruition. Yeah. He was making the chicken he was selling it. He was a Colonel in the 1930s from it. It was only 10 herbs and spices in the 1930s. And like between 1935, 1940, he got the 11th ingredient. Oh, okay. And he was famous in town. He was famous with the truckers that came by his gas station to get the food. But when they opened that new road, I forget what the name of the road was. I think it was Interstate 5. It's what I remember. I can't say it for sure because I I just don't know. But – that forced him to close down and start franchising his chicken. Yeah, and he and was... Wasn't... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't I'm mean sorry. to When he met Pete Harmon in Salt Lake City, Utah, that's when he started taking off. So KFC existed before that, but it wasn't until he was 65 that it went big because of Pete Harmon's help. Yeah, well, he Pete Harmon came up with the uh, finger-licking good, I think, uh, catchphrase, if I got that correctly in my research when I did the show. I'm not entirely sure where it came from. Well, if that, anything, he that could... falls under the category of things like, just because I don't know it doesn't mean it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, a lot of that's, I'm sure, just shrouded in myth by this point, too. It was hard finding a lot of solid stuff about... Uh, yeah. They've changed so much stuff over the history. Most of my family just doesn't care to talk about any of it because we know the truth of what we know, and that's all that mattered to us for years. I have some family that tries to exaggerate the truth and stuff for attention, but 
Like my side, we haven't. I uh, don't think his grandchildren have done anything, and Lee's side hasn't done anything to tell like news articles stories. So now I always see you advertising for Lee's Chicken. Mm-hmm. So I mean, are you like the unofficial official sponsor for Lee's? Then is that what? It's unofficial. I don't know what it means by they sent me a message saying this year they don't have the budget for advertising to add to it, but next year they're expanding it. So unless something's happening there, I don't know why they would message me that. Well, we're going to blow up Lee's because, I mean, you couldn't find a better mascot for a chain restaurant than yourself. I mean, like, I watch your TikTok videos. Well, it's not in the family anymore, but they're friends with the family. The fact that it was made by the same family is a big slap in the face to KFC. Yeah, and thank God, because I'm not a big fan of KFC, especially after, like... I mean, because your, your grunkle, he made them promise not to change the recipe. And that's like one of the first things they tried doing was changing the recipe. Well, they did change it. Oh, it, so they did change it completely then. Brown and Macy changed it when they bought it. Oh, I didn't realize sued, it was that instant. He sued them for that. He sued them for misuse of his image, his name, and his recipe. And when it got to court, you know, they would have to reveal what the recipe was in public records to court. So they settled for $2 million on that lawsuit because it didn't look good on them with the founder being suing them. And they didn't (laughs) want to reveal that they changed the recipe or that they have the recipe. I love how he like, he sold it to them, but then was like a thorn in their side till the day he died. And they still paid him to be the (laughs) spokesperson. Your grunkle was a genius. He trash talked them from the day he sold it to the day he died, and yet he still was paid as the spokesperson. That's well, that shows the power of the name, though. Like, I mean, it was, it was Colonel. I mean, it was Colonel Sanders and mm-hmm. Kentucky Fried Chicken. They were they were synonymous, and like there was reports where he would like go in and like throw the chicken down on the ground when it tasted like crap. But mm-hmm. do you have the same uh, temperament as your grunkle? Maybe. <laughs> if you saw my live that I did on TikTok a few days ago, you would have that answer. <laughs> I see you have to answer. I, I saw for a while there was a meme going on that uh, he had taken it from a slave and you had to oh. defend against that, which I've was ridiculous. That for years. Yeah, that's. I had to go through extensive research and talking to other people who have done research to find out where that rumor came from. Did you ever find out where it came from? Yeah, but I don't know the guy's name. He just otherwise I would throw him under the bus. (laughs) Uh, There was a orphanage in Corbin, Kentucky, that he was donating money to. Right, and he decided when he was dying that he needed to put money elsewhere. He cut them off because the guy was kind of what would you call it stingy, felt entitled to it. Yeah, yeah. So when he cut him off, he spread a bunch of rumors and. are you going to censor some words here if I say some things? Uh, I, I don't know how to yet, so just be careful. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> yes. uh, two rumors. One of them was that he molested children. The second one is that he stole the recipe from his slave that he owned. Right. Yes. I didn't know the first one, but... that The first one is still going around Corbin today. There's people who talk about it. I have... Uh, there's this clown that dresses like my uncle, Johnny Miller, that works for, works for KFC. He doesn't, but he says he does. And people say, hey, Colonel, you still molesting children? (laughs) People in Corbin believe this rumor. Really? But years ago, years ago, 
the kids that the orphanage owner said he molested were asked as adults in point blank on a new on the news i'm sure this could be found somewhere on youtube if he ever touched them and they said no that was false so yeah. that one well and it just doesn't really fit his character because i mean he was working as a midwife for a while you know as a side gig like he and then i mean he gave uh dave thomas his start into wendy's and i believe wendy was adopted from an orphanage if i remember my history correctly I don't know much about Wendy's, but you're probably right. Yeah. I mean, and well, it was just sort of that that line of thought where he was just, you know, that's sad. That's sad that that's such, a, that's such an awful rumor to start. And then so that the, one got disproved, but uh, there's still some people that believe it today. It just ling- it's one of those that linger around. Yeah. Yeah. But the other one with the recipe being stolen, and he was born in 1890 and he was dirt poor. He didn't own slaves. Well, and I don't think there were slaves in 1890. No, there were people was... who were paid a lot less than anybody else, but right. slavery did not exist in 1890. Well, there and there was a cool story too, and I didn't mention it in the podcast, but uh, the CEO in the 70s was a black man, and um, and Harlan would uh, go with him to these events to promote KFC. Which I think mm-hmm. is funny because he was promoting KFC and then talking trash about it too at the same time, just depending on which KFC you yep. went to. But he would ride, and the CEO told this story, and he said Harlan and him would play this joke on the on the uh, motel staff, and Harlan would ride in the front, and he'd make the CEO ride in the back, like he was the, uh, like they were uh, driving him around, you know, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he would hop out when they got to the motel and pick up all his bags and everything and pretend to be his bellboy. And when people would be like, I know it's you, Colonel Sanders. They're like, what are you doing that for? And he'd be like, oh, that's my boy, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> I've never heard that one yes, before. But yeah. Again, it doesn't mean it's not true. <laughs> well, I just thought it was I just thought it was funny, you know, because I don't think that he had a racist bone in his body. I think he, he didn't. He uh he he wanted everyone to succeed like he had succeeded. I think that's what a you know what a great legacy to leave behind. Now, do you guys yeah. still uh do you guys still make uh, the Colonel's chicken at home? We make our own chicken. <laughs> just as good, just as good, huh? Better. Uh, oh, better. <laughs> now Harlan wouldn't show up to your kitchen and throw it on the ground, is what you're saying? <laughs> no, not 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 at all. Uh, Funny thing about him, from stories of my grandfather, whenever they went out to eat anywhere, he would get steak. He didn't want to get chicken. Oh, really? That is funny. (laughs) He was probably tired of chicken by the time that came around. Yeah. He was like, screw this chicken. I want some some good old steak. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Well, I won't take too much of your time. We just wanted to have you on the show and... uh, tell you we were rooting for you everyone on our podcast follows you on tiktok so they love they they love your stuff so and i do too i i've watched a bunch of your stuff and uh our scheduler uh maverick was the one that discovered that because i was going to do a colonel sanders story for a while now because i remember uh, i don't know if you ever remember paul harvey back before he died he was this old radio host and when i was a kid yeah that's the rest of the story that's how he'd always finish. 
But I remember him doing one on uh, Colonel Sanders and KFC, and I just remember thinking, oh, man, what a cool story. So now that I got my own podcast, I really wanted to do one. I wanted to do it sort of secretly because I didn't want the guys to know who I was talking about till the end. Mm-hmm. So and because it's such a crazy story. I mean, all the stuff it he is. went through, all the stuff he went through, and then to come out on top like that. And, you know, it's carrying down that tradition to this day. So thank you for carrying on his legacy and really appreciate you coming on the show, Colonel. Do you have any questions you want? I got some time here. Oh, you know, I... Do you have any questions? uh, Not really. I mean, I... Not really. Not really. We were just excited to have you on. And, like, if you heard... Because I I know you had, like, uh, listened to it. And if there was anything blaringly wrong, I wanted to make sure... You could. Uh, no, the only thing you missed was the first job he had working with Charlie Norris on a farm. Oh, I, yes. Explain that. What I I completely miss it. Now this is when he got kicked out of his stepdad's house, right? I'm not sure. I don't know how old he was. He was 12 when his stepdad. 12? Yeah, he then, was 12 when his. Then yes, he was working on the farm when he was 12 years old. He was fired on the first month and Charlie Norris gave him the $2 and he went back to his mother and she gave him a tongue lashing (laughs) about how he's the oldest son. She has nobody else to count on, but him. And I think that he couldn't hold the job for $2 a month. So he made a resolve then that he would, no matter what he would do, whatever job it was, he would do the best possible job that he could doing that job. Man, that would have to, to prove to her that he was worthy of it. Yeah. Well, and it, and we talked about how his wife got upset with him after losing a couple of jobs. And that must have yep. like really That's stuck with him. What his mom had said and then his wife had said, you know, because he was always he was always like trying to better himself. It seemed like like all these different yep. jobs he took. And he uh, had a temper and he could curse the alphabet. But he wasn't <laughs> racist and he, he wasn't. Uh, abusive or anything he's just a guy trying to make his way through the world well and it was a different world back then i mean you're talking 1906 1920s you know that no one was helping no one out back then you know you were on your own type of a deal you know like there was no charity and especially no other man was going to help out another man you know everyone was striving to just stay alive especially during the great depression and he was out there uh, I think the favorite part we the the favorite part of him was how he had gotten his law degree by mail, but I think that like testifies to you know how he was always trying to improve himself, mm-hmm. even though. And then he fought his client in court <laughs> and got fired, <laughs> which sounds just like that sounds like every Sanders in my family. The guy would say something wrong and you know, all gloves. Were God out. damn it! <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. That was uh, that. I wish I could find the court record on that. I wish I could that, find what he was upset it's about. Probably out there somewhere. I could probably <laughs> dig that up. If you, I, I do a lot of research on him now that I'm giving out stories because I've said things wrong before that I had to correct. Like Lee's grandchildren. I said Lee didn't have grandchildren. I didn't know he had grandkids. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. because um, the guy that Johnny Miller guy I used to be friends with him. He's a big history nut with my uncle he said he didn't have it you google it 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 doesn't even list his daughter karen it just shows danny his son now you're kids you're related to him how through who uh colonel sanders sister Catherine was aaron lee cummings mother so oh, he's my okay. cousin through my aunt okay okay i see 
And he ended up with how many kids, the colonel? Uncle Harley total? Mm-hmm. Three? From the... He had Mar- from his original wife, correct? Yeah, from Josephine. He had Mildred, Margaret, and Harland. Harland died around when he was 20 years old. Yep. And he didn't have any kids. If he had kids, there'd be other Sanders left, but there's not. Yeah. No, yeah, that was... I think that had to have been a change a turning point in his life too when he because his boy was just about 20 i think you is mm-hmm. what uh what i had come across it's something else when you you know have to lose your you lose your son like that but they said after that he went into all those charitable organizations and started mm-hmm. doing stuff and he he had a niece on lee's side that died at a very young age too oh really i didn't yeah I didn't. that stuck with him as well that's why he was so passionate about kids that's Another reason why that rumor that guy started is completely untrue. He would never have harmed a child. Yeah. He loved children. He was, they were the future. He believed that strongly. Well, and he was a caretaker to his two. Now, I got that wrong, too. He he had two younger brothers, not a brother and a sister. Yeah, he had a brother, Leo, who died at one years old, so nobody ever hears about him. I didn't know about that until I looked at my aunt's kinship report that she made for me. Oh, really? I didn't know there was a Leo Sanders, but there was. But he died as a baby. Oh wow! Now uh, Clarence is my two great grandfather. He was uh, he was a character. What did he end up doing? Oh, Clarence. He was a barber, but he drank like a sieve. <laughs> and he would hop around different houses. My grandpa probably met him two times. He said he would see him hobbling over across the field to uh, Grandpa Charles's house. Oh, really? And when I met Lee's grandkids, they knew Clarence. Uh, Karen, Lee's daughter, knew Clarence. He was always at that at her mom's house, huh. and she remembers him getting hit by a car. That she told me that's how he he died from a disease, and I think it was like a muscular disease, kind of like what killed Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, okay. But he was hit by a car walking home drunk in the rain. Oh, too. He survived that, but I didn't know that. <laughs> happened right in front of her house well and his he was uh go ahead hmm? go ahead he, he was just a character huh. clarence was a character i wish i uh knew more about him i'm still learning it's what made you start what made you start uh investigating investigating the colonel and your when family KFC line came out with those ads really with daryl hammond that started with hello folks i'm colonel sanders <laughs> you know that weird ad that they started yeah um norm mcdonald george hamilton i've talked to some of these actors and they understand how the family feels i'm not my beef isn't with them it's with kfc and corporate telling them this is how you should portray him yeah but uh when they came out with those ads i saw how angry it made my grandfather he was disgusted by them so i decided hey i have the i have internet access why not start messing around so I started trying to contact KFC, and I started doing more intensive research into my uncle and asking my grandpa and other family members who knew him questions about him and getting stories from that. And then I, when I was commissioned a colonel, KFC blocked me on Twitter. So <laughs> really? for a few years, yeah, for a few years, I just stopped. I completely stopped doing any uh, research into it. I didn't want anything to do with KFC. I didn't want to look like this. I didn't embrace my colonelship uh, very well. Only at the food pantry did I do that. Um, and then 
I figured out how to get unblocked by Twitter. <laughs> you delete your account and you make the account again. Did I done? So I deleted my account, made it again, and they didn't block me. So I started doing more research and trying to be friendly with them. And they kept coming out with these ads and they kept coming out with these ads. And then I was told I'm too young to play the colonel. And then they quit talking to me. Now, how old were you when the, when the, when you started looking into it, would you say? I'm 25 now. So that started like 2010, I think. Those. So you you you've been I did just my getting TV teenager. Interview when I was 20. So I was a colonel when I was 19, I believe. When I would turn 19. I uh, I'm gonna bring in my co-host Devin. He got the uh, he got the message late. So if you don't mind, <laughs> Devin, this is the colonel. We got... What's up, man? I follow you on TikTok. <laughs> I heard. I told him. I told him we all follow him on TikTok. We're big fans of it. But we were going into uh, why he why he started this whole uh, campaign of discovering the colonel, and he said oh. it start he said it started with the uh, you remember the KFC ads with who who was it I remember Norm Macdonald just because I love Norm Daryl Hammond was the first one that's right I yeah, they like yeah they kept changing it yeah they did the I the one that bothered me the most was the Reba one yeah because he was uncle harley he didn't identify as aunt harley so that was a little weird it was weird it's like i I'm, like reba mcintyre i do I too yeah i do too but i was like oh, come on now that made a lot of your family upset though like some of those commercials well, really pissed it, them it just, off it it was distasteful yeah is that like what you consider cultural appropriation you know what i'm saying they're appropriating the colonel's look and make you know they're trying to make him a character not right a person and exactly. i've met lots of people my age and younger that thought that the guy on tv now is who he was yeah so yeah I, that that annoys me those comments that i get and the false information people spread online and the ads that kfc makes and the people pretending to be related that they're not my cousin-in-law leaking that fake recipe all this stuff added up to me deciding well why shouldn't i start telling truth stuff on here why shouldn't i start getting involved and why should everyone else be allowed to take credit for all this stuff that they have nothing to do with when they said that they did a study years back i think it was in the late 90s uh, asking people what they knew about colonel sanders and the majority of people didn't even know he was a real person at that point you know they thought he was just like a ronald mcdonald type of character that someone had just made up i mean two corporations and the general public that's probably a okay thing but there's still family left and i don't talk to my cousins who are his grandkids but i'm sure they're just as disgusted as i am and the rest of the family are about how their uncle is portrayed or their grandfather our uncle is portrayed on television and advertisements so my goal is to bring dignity back to my family name bring dignity back to his image and name and get people to know who he was how everything started and not to believe all this bull crap that they've been putting on the internet. I feel like Harlan would be proud of, uh, be proud of his great, great, great nephew. Cause he's like, he's just as fiery and uh, into good marketing. Like he was back then. I mean, I think Harlan was just <clears throat> all in, you know, you're definitely all in too. <laughs> he may be proud of me. I don't know. My uncle James was a Kentucky Colonel too. And he owned a franchise in Seymour, Indiana. He dressed like this all the time. Oh, oh, really? Dressed in the white suit, the tie, the goatee, 
he wore the same glasses, combed his hair the same every time that he would run into Uncle Harley in the airport. And I'm not going to cuss, but just pretend that I'm cussing. Uncle Harley would say, shave that off your face. There's only one Colonel Sanders here. Take that suit off. So for a while, all he did was Uncle James would wear a black suit to not take him off. But very rarely would you see him. I have some photos of him in a white suit. <laughs> he did not like people dressing like him, pretending to be him. Well, he was getting cash at that time, you know. He didn't want to, you know, give that up. Well, even <laughs> after whatever, he just didn't like people dressing like him. Now, if you're doing a Halloween costume, you're a kid, and, or someone trying to be funny and impersonating, he didn't mind that. People trying to be him, he he didn't like that. He he would curse you out for that. I do have a confession. I did dress up as part Colonel Sanders and part Wendy for uh, Halloween two years ago. <laughs> and I didn't even realize the link between them yet. So I was like, wow. Was just... It wasn't a good I, look. For, There's no pictures left. <laughs> for a trunk or treat, before I was a colonel, I didn't have any of this stuff. I had a white shirt. I took black duct tape and I made a tie. And then I took white duct tape and I put it on my face, and that was my Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah. Old old Grunkle would have yelled at you. Why you doing? <laughs> was your uh, was your was your trick or treat bucket a KFC bucket? No, no, okay. I didn't have one. Of those. Oh. <laughs> I have. I'm one like, here's now, a full size candy bar for you, light. son. <laughs> I have seen your lights, your your bucket lights. Yep. Yeah, those things. I'm an electrician, so I, I loved that when I saw that. I was like, oh, that's I gotta, pretty smart. I got to change those to a Lee bucket now because I'm not supporting KFC in any way, shape, yeah. or form. Well, I'm not so, I'm not supporting KFC either. Screw those guys. Well, Maybe we could get a, get a, what do they call that? Drawing a blank here. What's that word? Boycott. Oh, there you go. Mm, boycott going There you go. KFC. We'll boycott, yeah, except for all the fat people. They just won't be able to stop. We all know that. Hey, man, those mashed potatoes. Lee's is is good for them, too. (laughs) Those mashed potatoes have like 750 calories a serving. I was like, damn. (laughs) You're better off just buying instant mashed potatoes from Walmart. Yeah, I enjoy enjoy making uh, fried chicken at home, getting the whole bird, chopping it up. Mm. Yeah. You got any questions for the colonel there, Devin? No, I was... uh, I was out walking. I didn't expect it to be. Yeah, it. Uh, well, I we didn't think it was going to work out today, but he thankfully he came on. He said, "I got a few minutes to so hop on here and answer That's whatever awesome. questions you have," and I was really grateful for it. So, but are you still being sued by KFC? Oh no, that was all fake. Oh, was that, it? Oh, I nice. made that up as a joke, and uh, then I turned it into a marketing campaign to prove to them that I can do marketing and prove yeah. to Lee's that I could get their stuff taken off online. Tell many. Not tell them how. Off, take off online, <laughs> not taken off. How many hits did you get again? Four million. Four million. <laughs> Actually, let me look at that right now. Because he's, trolling, he's trolling KFC. I, I, it, it's, it's exactly what Harlan would have done. Harlan was yeah, always I trolling went as KFC. Far as to take a fake tweet, I sent myself a tweet t- saying that their <laughs> lawyers are ready, and then I photoshopped their verified badge name and image on there. I made it obvious that it was a joke. I made the photo a little exaggerated, big, and I took away a couple little features on the Twitter messaging, but people believed it. <laughs> it's so genius. It's I genius. made that so that I can make that biscuit video. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, we are at. If I could, I make a lot of videos. That's ridiculous. I, yeah, you do. You're pretty busy uh, 4. on four point three million. Four point three million. Uh, it's just gonna keep growing because the way that algorithm yeah. kicks it out, you know. 
we were excited when we hit two 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 thousand views. <laughs> we're like, Woo! I was excited when <laughs> I got like, ten subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> yes. that, that was my highlight. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us, Colonel. We really appreciate appreciate the interview. Uh, and if you don't mind, we'll post it on uh, YouTube and uh, TikTok sure. and a couple other places. So sure. All right, man. Well, we'll let you get to your dinner, but we appreciate you hopping on a lot. I yeah, we do. Appreciate a bunch. Thank you. Have a good rest of your right. day, bud. You too. Oh, shit. Did he listen to the podcast yet? Yeah, he listened to the whole thing this uh, today. Oh, I, w- I should have asked him. Like, uh, I was just thinking, I was like, ah, you're going to be a midwife? Like, like drunk? <laughs> <laughs> we had a good little conversation. I'm, uh, I was really, yeah. yeah. Forward to I didn't realize you were on. That's why I was like, ah, I'll see what he's doing. All sweaty and fucked up. <laughs> you're all block cover and Mike. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, we I we were going to do it at six thirty, and then he's like, "Oh, dinner's going to happen at then, you know." And eight o'clock is too late. He's like, "I can hop on right now, though." So I was like, "Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely." So I ran down. I just been pounding chips and queso, so. <laughs> just like, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, was, I was out walking, power walking, getting my. Oh, mm. look at you getting your hips swaying. <laughs> I've been working out and shit. I'm sweating and shit. Stink. <laughs> ah. I just, uh, I'm at uh, 275 today. Oh. Nice. Yeah, I know. Pretty happy I'm still that. at 322. That's pretty good for a, an ogre like yourself that's like eight foot tall. So, uh, I want to get down to 270. I told my wife, I was like, I really just want to get to the teens. You know, can, can I get to 315? Like, maybe feel like a little better? You'll get there. You'll get I there. Will. All right. Well, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to end this broadcast right. and then I'll post it on YouTube and shit. All right, cool. All right, buddy. Thanks for hopping in. Bye, bud. Yeah, bud. yeah, yeah. This is the emergency broadcast system. This is not a test. Repeat, this is not a test. This is our time to take the following steps. If exposed, remove the the curious mind. I don't know what that means.